You're listening to 103.9 Life FM Gippsland. This is David Braithwaite with the local news headlines. Latrobe City Council recently completed an extension of the Highland Highway landfill gas project. The gas project will now be able to generate enough electricity from the biogas generator to power an average of almost 1,500 homes. Increasing power generation will save Latrobe City Council more than a quarter of a million dollars a year in retail costs. Council will also receive further revenue from carbon credits secured through the Clean Energy Regulator. In 2022, the Loyang Landfill Gas Generator and Small Solar Exports saved Council three quarters of a million dollars in retail electricity cost, not including the savings of electricity used at the landfill. This reduced Council's carbon dioxide emissions by an estimated 13,000 tonnes a year. Latrobe City Mayor Kelly O'Callaghan said the gas project would generate clean, low-emission energy through utilising captured landfill gas, offsetting more than 80% of Council's electricity needs, while harnessing gas and converting it to energy has the added benefit of providing a new localised energy source which can be placed back into the electricity grid. The Federal Government has been accused of deliberately delaying regional grants programs to avoid spending any new funding in the current financial year. Gippsland MP and Shadow Regional Development Minister Darren Chester said regional communities were being ripped off by Labor's refusal to release the eligibility criteria and funding guidelines for the Growing Regions Program and Local Roads Community Infrastructure Program, 10 months after the federal election and five months after the budget. Mr Chester said Transport Minister Catherine King confirmed in question time she hadn't approved the funding guidelines. Mr Chester said rural and regional communities had shovel-ready projects, but the government had abolished the previous grants program and failed to provide an alternative in a timely manner. He claimed it was a deliberate tactic to prevent any money flowing this financial year, and it would mean councils and local communities will get less for their money as project costs continue to escalate. The driver of allegedly stolen trailer involved in a lengthy police pursuit has been charged. Police spotted the car towing an allegedly stolen trailer on Stud and Bergens Road in Roeville about 4pm on Sunday, March 26th. It's alleged the car collided with the vehicle, then sped off through a police station. With assistance from the air wing, police followed the car and trailer through Endeavour Hills, Pakenham and Garfield. The vehicle came to a stop on Nanagoon Longori Road, where a man and woman allegedly got out and fled the scene on foot. A 37-year-old Cobram woman was arrested at the scene and has been released pending further inquiries. A 41-year-old Cobram man was arrested nearby and has been charged with theft, dangerous driving while being pursued by police, reckless conduct endangering life, disqualified driving, drug driving and driving an unregistered vehicle. He will appear at Ringwood Magistrates Court on August 31st. Learning about the movements of whales, including the pygmy blue whale, is the focus of a five-month aerial survey by the company behind Offshore Wind Project, Star of the South. The study will collect information with twice-monthly flyovers at Bass Strait until the end of August, covering distances of around 1,150 kilometres in the study area. The aerial surveys will focus on spotting marine mammals, noting the species, their location and behaviour. The plane can fly as low as 300 metres and a trained and experienced marine mammal observer will identify the animals. The pygmy blue whale is challenging to study as it can swim underwater for up to 90 minutes while moving great distances. This makes aerial surveys one of the best ways to study the species. Star of the South Chief Development Officer Erin Coldham said the area around Tasmania and Gippsland was identified as a possible foraging area, but it was uncommon to see pygmy blue whales there. While the whales are known to frequent the area between Phillip Island and past Adelaide and in waters off Western Australia, the study will help better understand if they're in Gippsland waters and whether they're feeding, breeding or socialising. 
the investigations are co-funded with the state government through the Energy Innovation Fund with findings to be available early next year. 10 Gippsland communities are among 176 across Australia to share in $2.3 million in grants from the Foundation for Rural and Regional Development. $25,000 will be provided through the Strengthening Rural Communities Program to upgrade disability amenities at the Raymond Island Hall, with funding also going towards projects in Kawa, Cowes, Fish Creek, Golden Beach, Lock, Morwell, Poowong, Tarragon and Swifts Creek. The program gives communities across regional Australia access to funds for a range of initiatives which directly and clearly benefit the local area and people. This is 1039 Life at Dan Gippsland.